of shiny helmets, spandex jumpsuits, and strange monsters. These heroes force feed you a bowl of awesome that is the Tokudan Podcast. Quick couple Good. things. Josh did a whole bunch of stuff here on the chat. <laughs> uh, thanks for the bits. Thanks for subscribing, dude. Appreciate you. Hey, man. <laughs> El Fuego de, de la That's true. It's, so I don't know. I don't know if I ever told you, Hawk, my uh, wrestler name since we were just talking about that is El Fuego mm-hmm. de Reptilia. So it's, Sick. it's my loser <laughs> name. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about giant lizards. We're here to talk about giant fish today. Mm, <laughs> is it a lizard? It, it's a- it wants to be. It will be in the it's next movie. It's definitely got a lizard face. Yeah. So we are talking about Rago, God <laughs> of the Sea, with our good friend Hawkillies. Would you like to introduce yourself for the people who may not have seen the last episode you were on? Oh, uh, no, I would not. Okay, go on, go that's on. fine. Oh, okay, that's fine. So well, we good episode. See you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. I am Achilles. I do a bunch of Toku stuff here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Achilles. We do Toku Tuesday nights, which includes the Tokusatsu World Tour, which, like, Carl said is my podcast um, where we review one kind of basically the same thing we're doing here today review one kind of obscure piece of toku uh, that's available free and legally for everyone and then I also do uh, tokusatsu stuff on my youtube channel youtube.com slash hotkillies where we talk about a bunch of this dumb big genre that we love Uh, (laughs) that's about it that's it it's just a few things please go follow hotkillies brother from another mother (laughs) over here um, so yeah, we're talking about something that, and Rob, you're here. I don't, you're here every week. I don't yeah, want you I'm to introduce yourself. You're Hi fine. Um, <laughs> so this movie, we're not going to talk about how I bullied Rob into changing his shirt right before we went live. It was very abusive, but I understood. I get where it's coming from and I support the decision, but honestly, I like my jacket better. You like walked away and I was like, Oh, where'd he go? And then you came back and I was like, wait, did he change his shirt for me? Like I was joking. <laughs> No, this is. <laughs> That's a I ghost agree. cosplay sweater. That's why. <laughs> it does look dope. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was actually the first piece that my uh that I got for our attempt at uh street riders. We bought uh we bought the fake helmets and the uh this this actually zips up pretty doubly to copy, mm. but uh. <laughs> we did a out. ghost inspector and then I threw my helmet out in a fit of rage because it was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. And, un- and they were so unapologetic about it. Oh, yeah, boy. it was. <laughs> oh, goodness. What a time well, to be alive. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so we're talking about Rago God of the Sea, which kind of there's a point to why we chose this particularly why Hawk was here, because it's a sequel almost to what we were talking about before. Um, oh, that's why we chose it. That's why we chose it. Yeah. Okay. I told you I would Go apologize on. for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie was created by someone who literally just loves Gamera so much that he made his own fan film. It's about forty-five minutes long, and I tried to find it so that we could watch it. I could not find it anywhere. It's impossible. I've seen clips of it. Yes. Yeah, you, you cannot find it. N- not at all. Because this man literally said, 
to hell with your copyrights, I'm making a Gamera movie. <laughs> the way I want to do it, and it's mine. Yeah. He was like, I, nope, nope, it's my turtle now. You're all done here. <laughs> so, Rego is his first attempt at his own kaiju movie, so it is very much an indie kaiju. Um, it definitely feels that way, too. But this also brought me down a little bit of a, a rabbit hole of, like, who takes part in this entire trilogy. I don't know if you guys have looked at any of this. No, I know one actor from this movie because, like, he's a very prominent actor, obviously. <laughs> Which one would that be? Because I'm not good with actors. <laughs> uh, the original captain that gets fired, like, mm -hmm. halfway through the movie yeah. is Shin Hayata, the original Ultraman. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Sorry yeah, that. that's sick. <laughs> but that's just the tip of the iceberg. The one who actually designed Rego was Keita Amamiya, who famously created Garo um, of the shows that people may understand. Um, he also helped with character designs on a whole bunch of stuff, including Kamen Rider Black and RX, Jay, Zio, um, Hakaider, all kinds of 90s toku stuff. Um, and then he was also one of the main designers on the Heisei Gamera trilogy as well. Um, and also we have Mitsuo Yoshida, who doesn't show up till the second movie, but I thought it was kind of cool because he actually plays Godzilla in um, which one is it here? Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. That's the one where Rob disappeared. Um, that's the one where Godzilla <laughs> is like a spirit monster and has got the white eyes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then he's also in several of the Gamera movies and the Mothra movies as well, playing pretty much all the villains in Mothra. So pretty cool. Pretty surprisingly stacked little uh, There's all fan project. Chie is also a girl from a season of Garo. I know that just from looking up to make sure it was Shin Hayata. Um, she is a girl from Garo. I don't remember which one. Whichever one has uh, decayed in it, she's the girl. Oh, okay. She's like the main, the main girl thing. Um, <laughs> gotcha. I don't know where Rob went. I guess we lost Rob. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Rego Back got him. to Seattle with yeah. you. Back to Seattle. <laughs> Rego got him. <laughs> um, so let me just fix these screens real quick. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I like me being half in one and half in the right? half in the bottom. That's one. an air of mystery to it. Um, <laughs> I could talk like me like this. I can move and talk like Rob. I dig it. I dig it. You're just Rob now. That's what it is. <laughs> um, um, I need to know something for this yes. podcast before we get like super into it. How much can I cuss on this podcast? Are we like keeping it low? No, go nuts. I have 18 plus filters on this stuff. So you can. Cool. Yeah. Carl, you made me watch Rego God of Dog Shit. What did we. <laughs> What was this movie? <laughs> this movie was glorious in how terrible it was. Do not this judge is the exact Rigo. reason. This is the exact reason that for Tokusatsu World Tour, for the most part, we stick to like 23 minute episodes of things. I was like, I kept checking the timeline of this over and over again. And I'm like, oh my God, it's still got 40 minutes in it. I did oh, the exact still got 30 minutes thing. in it. It took me three days to watch this movie. <laughs> I watched it all last night because I was like, oh, before I go to bed, like, got to watch this for the podcast tomorrow. And then I just like the whole time I was like, what is happening right now? Part of the reason why I think um, it is told the way it is told, which is very dry <laughs> and straightforward, <laughs> is because the gentleman who directed it, whose name I don't have at the second, let me pull my screen back up, um, he is known for his Shinpei Hayashia, is apparently known for Rakugo. Are you familiar with Rakugo at all? Do you know what that is? 
No. So, We're talking about the same dude that did the Gamera 4, right? Yes. So that's the director. Okay. He did Gamera 4, and then he's also the, this director. Um, Rakugo is apparently... I looked it up a little bit right before we started. Um, it's apparently a very old style of like storytelling where someone... Usually it's comical. Um, that would explain why, you know, the drunk guy throughout the entire movie and stuff like that. Um, just cheating on his wife the just entire time. Just cheating on his wife. Be, and Being just an absolutely terrible person. <laughs> kind of racist, too. I mean, it was very strange. Super racist until he just somehow just falls in love with the American guy at the end. He's like, we're both gunners? All right. <laughs> but Rakugo is like the performer sits on a pillow and then basically enacts an entire story. So I kind of okay. feel like that's where this sort of deadpan kind of straightforward storytelling aspect came from um which made a little sense i guess when i found that out i was like oh so that's why it's kind of boring okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah (laughs) i don't know where to start with this movie honestly (laughs) i think we'll probably talk about the cg eventually and like very short because like it is what it is it's an indie It's a full feature film, but it's like for all intents and purposes, it's an indie tokusatsu. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the CG of like the boat and stuff, you ever played Command and Conquer? Yes. Like on the old PCs? Yeah. That's what this looks like to me when they're like doing the boats and the ship firing yeah. and stuff. I'm like, there's no texture to like the sky or anything. The boats are just floating on textureless water. Yeah. To it me, looks, like this morning yeah, when I was I was finishing another part and I was like scrubbing through just to see other highlight points, it I was like, oh my god, it's a Final Fantasy VIII cutscene. It literally just looks like a Final <laughs> Fantasy VIII cutscene. And when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't unsee it now. Like this is just a Final Fantasy game. And there's, it looks like there's one, a, like a transition shot where they're like showing you that they're on the boat, but they like fly over like half the boat. Um, it's <laughs> towards the beginning. Yeah. I'm just like this is terrible like this is this is like the first 3d render of like somebody somebody going over this in an actual movie you know like yeah. when they do the when they show the screen and then they go over it like five six times and each time a little bit more 3d and cg gets mm-hmm. filled in this is like the first shot of that <laughs> the entire just, time <laughs> yeah just the polygons on the screen yep. and everything and you're just like oh okay the one shot i will say i was impressed with for this movie like i wasn't like oh my god but i was like hey for this movie that was a good shot was the final shot at raigo uh that they shoot through him yeah yeah that was actually the only clip when i was like oh god how is this how is this movie gonna go i had like scrubbed through to see where the monster was and that's the mm-hmm. only shot i saw <laughs> and i was like oh that's not too bad that was a false impression my friends <laughs> that, that was the biggest budget shot of the whole movie like they wasted Absolutely. the most money on that shot definitely What's uh, insane too is like all the all the pictures of this movie, all the like the DVD covers and stuff look immaculate. Yeah, they look great, yeah. like super artist drawn and everything. And then you go into the movie and you're like, okay, I see where they got it from, but like this is a lie. Yeah, I'm being this is propaganda from somewhere. Yeah, and then um, uh, Lunar, thank you for the follow. I appreciate you. Um, if you if you watch through the credits, you actually see like the animatronic of Rago. That thing actually looked really impressive. I was very surprised at how good it looks because a lot of the shots, it seemed that they were using it on a green screen. So whatever like <laughs> filters they slapped over it <laughs> for the movie, it, that's kind of what made it not great looking. But like there's a couple <laughs> shots in the credit. A lot of dark just, filters. Yeah, a lot of just like muddy, dark, gross looking like and like after image things too, like with the bonefish things. Yep. Just very strange decisions. But 
the model itself in the credits looks fantastic actually um i was very surprised and a little upset at how great it looked like why didn't you just <laughs> use that thing so yeah i i my first i took notes for this because i'm like oh it's like tokusatsu world tour i'll take notes the first note i have is heavy heavy film grain effects yes very much because so. i would have thought this film was filmed in 1995 Yep. Nope. If, it's 2008. Just, yeah, <laughs> and it go. It also goes from black and white to color for some reason. Like the first three or four scenes are in black and white. Yeah. Um. When Takeshi's like saying goodbye to his grandma and everything, and then it goes straight color. I'm like, oh, okay. We're we're not going for that effect. But then they keep the film grain on. Like they keep that filter on. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you don't need this, guys. Just make it a clear movie. Yeah. And I think the version. Did Did you watch the one that I sent you? That version. Yes. Okay. I think there was some heavy. Uh, YouTube compression going on too which didn't yes. help so there was a lot of like oh my god there's an entire pixel for a head going on right now <laughs> yep. so that definitely Especially didn't on the, help on the farther shots yeah yeah um, but yeah it was I <laughs> I don't know how to describe them other than a PS1 game that's that's really it's what the graphics look like perfect way to ex- describe it like I said command and conquer yeah like red alert that's it's exactly what it is and the whole time I was watching it I was like all right I can't go into this podcast and just talk for an hour about the graphics. Like, let me let me f- dig deeper. And like, we've judged it based on the CG. Yeah. Let's talk about like the actual story yeah. and stuff. So, the actual story <laughs> is also dog shit. Podcast also, is over. Thanks, also guys. Dog shit. We'll see you guys next week. Um, so we have Battleship Yamato, not the space battleship, not the cool anime one. Battleship Yamato, the one from history, is the largest and fastest battleship that Japan has created for their navy in 1940-something, um, early is 40s. Is Yamato an actual battleship? Yes. Yamato is, is an actual okay, battleship. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say that um, I like the beginning and the end, actually, the two bookends of the movie, because I like when stuff is like based in real history, and they're yeah. like, here's the real story of it. Uh, so when they did the whole thing at the beginning, I was like... <laughs> got my hopes up way too much i was like oh this is pretty sick like like we're talking about how it's the fastest how it's the most most armed and all this stuff let's go yeah it i i think it kind of comes down to like this felt like a short movie like a short story movie that they stretched into an hour and a half because like 100 yeah, <laughs> like the beginning and the end are, are tolerable like they're okay and then it's like that middle chunk where it's like, what is what is happening? It's literally the same scene for the fourth time. What is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love, I, I don't know the actor's name. I'm just I call him Shin Hayat all the time. As much as I love him as an actor, that his entire part of the movie you can cut out, and it would be a better movie if it was just with that second commander at the end the yeah. whole time. Absolutely. I, I honestly don't know what he even added to the story other than they probably just wanted the name on the title card. That's really yeah, all. 100%. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, so we follow, in a lot of a lot of Gamera movies, I think, too. Yes, I believe so. Um, and yeah. that's kind of like where this all started. Like, he's a huge fan of Gamera. Like I said, he made that fan film. Um, and then he just essentially was like, I'm going to make my own Toku wet dream. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the story itself is essentially you have this not ragtag but you have a group you know this crew for this brand new yamato battleship thing going off to fight the war um i think that's where they're going i I honestly don't i think they were going to fight in the pacific theater i think i don't even know um (laughs) but they set sail and there's a bunch of other like they're just fighting in their port of like that yeah it seemed like they were kind of just going like somewhere and then rego just happened to be chilling there and they were like well we're just gonna fight this now (laughs) yeah and then they just stayed there for days like why not just leave you know he's there yeah 
and the old dude told you that he's only there. Like, it's not like he travels the seas looking for trouble. Where did that old dude go? Where? <laughs> he just shows up and is like, they were Watch already at sea. Yeah, <laughs> they were already at sea. There's no place for him to go. I don't know how he got there or how this the mistress got off the boat. Like... <laughs> I in my notes, no it literally says kicks grandpa out to have sex because that's <laughs> what happens in a scene. And then they have the most unconvincing movie kiss I've ever seen. It was awkward. Like, it was like they definitely were like, oh, by the way, you guys are going to have a kissing scene. Go action. <laughs> it's like how I kiss my grandma. It's straight up just. <laughs> and then it's the, like the, it's even worse. the one you sent me has the YouTube, uh, the YouTube uh, quotations or the mm -hmm. captions. And it's like kisses and moans. <laughs> it's just the whole time it's like a cheek peck she takes off like her her jacket and then it's like another peck and then it just goes <laughs> that was my favorite part about these captions that they just put every little noise in a caption as well so it was like oh, yeah, lightning noises were so were so much during the final battle i'm like trying to read like stuff's happening it's like lightning noises lightning noises speaking of noises can we talk about how the one captain just had like tiger noises every time he said literally anything or when the, he's the eye patch guy yeah there's literal yes. anime character eye patch guy was a badass though like eye patch guy was just like the dude who you know at some point fought rego before this story and like that's how he got the eye patch yep. there's also a scene where it's like very quiet they're sitting in there and they're trying to figure out how to beat rego and he's like He's like, let's just kill him. And he like takes off his shirt and it makes like anime bouncing noise for the buttons <laughs> as he takes it off. It's like, burr, burr, burr. And, and then like, when he gets up this? from that table, he has like actual Godzilla footstep noises as he's yeah. walking away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just... I wish this movie was about that guy. Yeah. But he comes in halfway through to no explanation at all. Nope. <laughs> apparently like, there's like four other ships around Yamato all of a sudden I don't remember never that never explained and like I, like yeah just coming out of nowhere and they're like hey we're all gonna take the fall for Yamato so why yeah. why go save yourselves like it's so jarring when this dude and his like little deck crew show up that like it just says whatever the Maranchi or whatever the battleship's name was and then like Every single person on the deck has a different animal noise associated with them while they're talking. So, like, all these animal noises are just going off. I'm like, do I have a window open? What's happening? What is going on right now? Let me check. What is, yeah. what is everything else? Like there's pig squeals. There's tiger roars. There's literally everything going on. And it's just, yeah. like, what is happening? It is. Oh, goodness. I'm, it's a movie. It is a movie. It's something. Yep. It we watched <laughs> We watched something. We watched something. That is that is a good way to put it. Um, it is from the bad. I have to say about it. I I actually really like Takeshi. He reminds me of like the younger common writers that we've gotten. Yeah, like that kind of like oh peppy, like kind of comes like you said, kind of or like we saw in the movie comes up with a plan in the last second type yeah. of guy. Definitely. Um, I also like. The falling scene in the beginning with him was really awkward. <laughs> Where he's like talking to his sister, girlfriend, whatever she is. Um, you def you're definitely led to believe that she's his sister. Yeah. Up until she sends him the second note and like professes her, or her love for him. Uh, and then he tells the other guy that, oh, this is my childhood friend. Yeah. The entire time you think it's the, his sister. Yeah. Because she keeps calling her grandma. Yeah. She's like, yeah, me and grandma miss you. I thought it was going to be another, like, Reka, Reka moment with Durandal. 
Like, oh, okay. No, it's just <laughs> the theme of the week. Okay, that's what we're doing. <laughs> the whole time. The, the theme whole of the time. Week is... Oh, my goodness. It was... Siblings or dating. Who was... Was Takeshi your favorite character? Uh, other than a Tiger Noise guy, probably. Like, it, like so Tiger God. Noise guy was just... <laughs> it was just dumb, and I've loved him. I love that the American Navy dude was named Norman Melville, but didn't speak any English. Like, just spoke Japanese the whole time. Yeah. Um... But yeah, Takeshi was probably out of like the actual characters. Takeshi mm-hmm. was my favorite. Okay, okay. I was a big fan of um, Drunk Gunner Man. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> drunk no, Gunner Dead Noburu. There you go. Noburu, the guy that at the beginning wants a son. Yep. In the middle is like, oh, I'm having a son, and the crewmate's like, how do you know? He's like, because I told God to give me a son. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Oh as God. someone who is very imminently becoming a dad i'm like that's not how it works it's not how any of this works but apparently it did so at the end he has a son who by the way has a tor- turtle that i'm pretty sure is like gamera but he has a turtle toy on a string is- and i had to like take stop it and take a second look i was like wait that turtle's not moving right this isn't like an actual turtle <laughs> on a string I thought it was Rago, honestly. And I was like, do you have a toy of the thing that murdered your father? <laughs> is That's weird. Because, <laughs> like, it's obviously just... This it's is it's the, got the spirit fins. of my father. Yeah. I was like, do you just have a Rago toy? And then I read in the sequel, apparently there is, a like, a team that just capitalizes on the monster, like, running around. So I wouldn't be surprised at this point. <laughs> Make that money. Yeah. Like, you see what you got to do for the W. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have no doubt that if a giant monster appeared on u.s shores at some point in the next 20 years uh someone would buy the rights to that monster oh absolutely without without the monster even having any say in it nope and would be like hey here's the toys here's the blah 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 and they're like this thing just destroyed like half of new york and it's like yeah get him now in your new york playset. here you go sponsored by pepsi <laughs> that's literally the plot of the second movie from what i read on the wiki <laughs> <laughs> So you haven't watched the second or third movie? Yet. I have not, no, because I okay. I want to because this is beautiful in its own terrible way. And like at first, I was like, "Oh, this sucks! This is so bad! What did I get us into?" And then I was just like, cracking up the entire time. <laughs> the guy, the director, has to like you said it like his passion project. He's always wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, I was like, he has to know it's bad, right? But then I saw that there's two movies, and the second and the third one are like ten years apart. Like the yeah. third one came out in 2019. Yeah. So like, he, there's no way he knows it's bad, right? No. Like he just thinks. This I think is he's got like the, the the fan goggles on kind of thing. Like he's just yeah. Oh yeah, like the rose colored. Ooh yeah, kaiju. All right. <laughs> that kind With of like, thing. Cli- the clips I saw of Gamera Four were also bad. Yes, they like, were. They were not. What I saw had some kind of hairy thing running around. I don't know if that was the right movie or not, <laughs> but it had some oh, hairy beast. You didn't running see the around. actual Gamera clips. No, I didn't see the actual Gamera clips because I've seen the trilogy. You know, we talked about that before. I've seen the trilogy, but I haven't seen. I tried to look up Gamera four, but the only thing I found was like a fifteen minute Gehera or something like that on YouTube, <laughs> and it wasn't actual Gamera. So I don't know what what actual what. clips. The clips of Gamera that I saw looks like. They rotoscoped out Gamera from one of the first three movies and then put their background on it and just played the movie like that. Like, amazing. Okay, we need him here. Do it this way. Yeah. And I was just like, they know this isn't good, right? And I was reading that and it's like, no, the hype from Gamera 4, there was hype from. I was like, what hype? 
Who wants more of this? <laughs> clearly, we're missing something here. That's what I just need to do. When I need to make my Godzilla movie, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take clips. It's not even going to be the same Godzilla movie. Since they're, all the suits are different, it'll be like Godzilla 54, and then we're jumping to Final Wars, then we're jumping to Legendary. <laughs> it'll be different Godzillas. <laughs> just throw everyone's brain through a loop. <laughs> I don't want to sound like like the snooty kaiju person because like for the most part we all just watch these movies to see giant monsters battling each other or like just destroying stuff. Yeah. But there's something about like all the kaiju movies that don't have a second monster, like that just have a monsters battling man. Mm-hmm. I feel like they always have something to say if that yeah. makes sense. Yep. Like there's a theme, there's an overall thing. Yeah. Um, this movie didn't have shit to no. say. No, not <laughs> as as cool as I think the ending is, because I do think the ending part. I don't know what the what the like geisha dude is doing at the end. Yeah, but I think that overall ending idea is super dope. Like, hey, Rego got his revenge in the end. Yeah, like, he came back and, and fucked guys. him over. Um, oh, there he is. Is he back, guys? We can hear you, guys. Hi, it's so scary. You're in the shadow realm. <laughs> it's <was> so scary. <laughs> There were bonefish and, and evil men with bad makeup. Hello? <laughs> he comes back like just half eaten. I have no video. Hello? Oh, whatever. I'll take what I get. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hey, what I missed? Hi, Rob. You missed? <laughs> tell, uh, tell us your thoughts on the movie. Yeah. Everything was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> I don't know what was different. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, guys, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, what, let, tell us, tell us how you feel about Rego. Rego yeah. was was in, uh, Rego was an awesome experience because I was not of sound mind the entire time I watched it. <laughs> so I have a great feeling that if I had been sober, that would have not helped at all because <laughs> the ending, if I remember right is a, every time you see Rego, there's like a bunch of flashing lights. So I knew that was like to cover how bad it really was. So I'm like, that's fine. I'll accept that. And then boom, at the end during the credits, oh, did we get there? Do I, am I spoiling anything? Yet? No, you were, no, we're spoiling <laughs> it all. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> at the end with the, where they show like the puppeteer mm-hmm. and the kaiju and all that. And I was like, you could have shown that and I would have been all right with it. Right. right? Like, that thing looks I, great. I, that's what Rob's was, or that's what uh, Carl was saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh but, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I will ever watch it again. But I will never forget it. <laughs> Why not? It was such a good movie. I, it was fun. It was fun to watch because I, I knew it was going to eventually turn into just a giant kaiju gore fest, and it didn't. But you know, I was. It does I for was, one scene. One particular scene. Wait, what, what, what was that with the 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 skull uh the skullfish? And when he like walk when Takeshi walks back up and sees the, all the people like on the ground. There's like detached body parts and stuff. It, it was it wasn't bad. Like it, when I when the when they kicked off everything. I, I don't know. Let me let me just breeze through it from what I remember. When they kicked off everything, I thought it was like, wow. If this wasn't funny, this this movie's dark as hell. Like for the, <laughs> for the humor that they injected into this, when they when they, especially at the end, I'm like, this was super depressing, man. Wow. If not for the over the top kabuki war paint. Dude, like, the symbolism alone saved that. I'm cool with everything else. Uh, but, I mean, 
I, I didn't I didn't expect too much from it as with the with knowing that it was a low budget thing knowing that it, it came from a guy who was like basically who won the lottery of the fanboy you know he, he got to make his own movie so like i was like dude yep. i understand you just kept going because if i hit a hit a hit a head and i was <laughs> running with it too like yeah and then i'm gonna make a movie about ghosts and ghosts with ghostbusters ghost ghostbusters we're gonna do it so like <laughs> like i get it so but the one issue i had and i thought it was my copy but i guess it is the movie itself that every cg moment had like this vicious slowdown like it was it was it was it my copy no no every cg scene had like a frame rate of like 15 CGs, yeah i yep. was like okay maybe it's just mine maybe no. it's just mine no That's bad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, no that was all of them all in all you know it was fun to watch it was just really it was really inspiring to see what they did with a very short budget very very short budget there was a there was a time back in the day when fox was trying to compete with uh disney in terms of Disney would make their own movies for like um, wonderful world, of, wonderful world of Disney. They have like every Friday night on on ABC, like network television. So Fox was like, "We're gonna do that. We're gonna make our own original movies and air them on Fox." It was like Saturday nights or something. And there's one movie in particular called Gargantua. Oh, I um, remember this Gargantua. movie? Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't know most people remembered that. Holy crap! I. I I thought because my was... father was such a big kaiju fan, we had Gargantua recorded on VHS. Damn. Um, and so we would watch it over and over again. But the CG for that is the same way where every time one of them came up, like the frame rate slowed down. And there's only a few scenes of Gargantua interacting with actual people mm -hmm. because the frame rate slows down so much. <laughs> <laughs> that movie I rented from Blockbuster, not knowing anything about it. And I was like, <laughs> my little like seven year old brain was like, this movie's amazing. <laughs> yep, me too. I love that movie. I'm oh. sure if I watched it now, it would be garbage. <laughs> I, I can't stress to you how how like those memories just hit me like way, and I'm like, whoa, I'm oh my god, I need a minute. Here. It even had to like Godzilla '98 like rip off cover with the foot. I'm pretty sure, yep. or it was like an eye, one of those two. But yeah, I was like, oh, it's just literally ripping off Godzilla '98. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Searching it right now. I'm pretty sure like Bill Paxton is in it. What? Like real actors? <laughs> nope. I'm wrong. Adam Baldwin is in it. Oh, close enough. Oh. <laughs> Emil Hirsch is in it. That's who I remember the most. Emil Hirsch. Oh Emil Hirsch is Speed Racer. Ooh. He's also the dude from uh, Girl Next Door. Oh, that was a great movie. That was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. I love Girl Next Door. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um,. What was I going to say? Oh my goodness. You know, I'm, I actually kind of like I'm pseudo watching the movie in the background here, but the, <laughs> that's the why he went to the shadow room. <laughs> yeah, no, like legit. I have no idea. But the, the idea that they had where they came up with the, the how to aim the cannons toward him with the flotation thing. I was like, that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. Like I, I get how that would work. I thought that was and pretty clever, started, honestly. Yeah. Like I'm like that, that stuff that I could, that stuff that that they should have done more of like you know more unique stuff how to fight the kaiju but if they had to do it one time that did work like crazy my thing is with that um they were talking about how the battleships couldn't properly fight him and then like two minutes later they're firing everything at him <laughs> <laughs> that's my only thing with that so 
yeah, it was weird. And then, so I don't know why. As soon as Takeshi was like, "Hey, this is a this is a plan. It's dangerous." They weren't like, "Yeah, let's do that." Like yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> Literally, because like everything else we've done has failed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and like, did I have a weird like stroke, or was there two Regos and then like one died, and that's why it started going after the battleships? That's so I had to look it up. Yeah, I had to look it up, but it is Rego's baby. Yeah, it is Rego's the baby. baby. Okay, so I'm getting because yeah. I was like, I was watching. I was like, it's a baby, or it's its partner, or I it, or it's itself in like future times. I don't know anything could go with this movie. I have no <laughs> idea. But well, because okay. they look the same size too. Yeah. The whole time. Um, like when it first showed on screen, I was like, "That can't be the monster, right? That's like the skullfish." But then it showed the skullfish, and I was like, "Where's the movie about these dudes? These dudes are way cooler yeah. looking than the monster." Like there should have been like a whole gang of them. Like that, that could have been like what tore the ship apart first, and then Rego just rocks up like Shao Kahn, like "What up?" You know, <laughs> yeah. like that would have been dope. But also, like, where did they go halfway through the movie? They just like they couldn't afford them anymore. Yeah. They just left. I was like, oh, no, okay, these were a problem, and the problem's just gone. Okay. I, okay. Budget. Like, it's either this or coffee, like, and we gotta get through the rest of this movie, so. <laughs> they're, they're just the omen for Rego. Yeah. They're, they're not the homie. They just show up, like, they're swimming away from Rego, if anything. The school uh, is chasing. <laughs> yeah. Of the human characters, what did you guys think about Norman Melville? <laughs> I was just saying, he's my favorite. I love that he he like doesn't speak any English. Super super Japanese, super American like jokey name. Like if I was doing a parody of something, I would name someone Norman Melville. Yeah, like it took me a second because when I heard it the first time, I'm like, wait, did he say Herman Melville? Like yeah, I thought so too. Like wait, let me rewind that. Oh Norman, oh that's just close enough to antagonize me. Got it. Okay, got it. I feel like he Googled, like, hmm, American name. And, like, Herman Melville popped up. And he's like, well, I can't use that exactly. So, like, Norman Melville. Perfect. I don't – I'm surprised he didn't just do Herman because, like, clearly he didn't care about, like, gamma rights or anything. So. He didn't even care if he spoke English, man. He's like, what do you got? You got six lines? Perfect. Yeah. He's like, I don't speak much Japanese. Perfect, fluent Japanese. He inserts English – like, one English word in every line, though. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Just to show he's American. My favorite – my probably my favorite scene of the whole movie because – me and Carl were talking about how it's very dry. Like, there's not a ton of humor going on. It's Japanese uh, humor, like, crazy, though. It's so Japanese humor. Like, the end, uh, when they're like, now we're going to kill the Americans. And they're also like, the U.S. will be more difficult than this giant fucking monster. <laughs> um, but then he's like, he's like, yeah, we're going to beat our enemies. And then Norman goes, wait, I'm the enemy. And then they all laugh at him. I'm like, what is happening right now? The are so horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was a fever dream. There's just like, that was one step below just immediately like kicking him off the boat to drown. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. actually pulling the trigger that killed Drago, so... Yeah, thanks for all your help, dude. <laughs> Overboard. Uh, Noburu, when, when he first finds Normel, Norman floating mm-hmm. and he's like you're a prisoner of war now dog we're gonna kill you like <laughs> like you best get ready he's like trying to punk him out and then ultraman comes up and is like hey no violence yeah we're honorable <laughs> <laughs> he was one of my favorite characters it's just the, the brashness of him was so dope <laughs> 
I'm actually watching Rego die again. <laughs> oh, we were talking about. I, I I said this is the best shot in the whole movie. Like that's the shot they spent the most budget on. The eye is so like. Oh, it's so great. It's I so love great. the shade of green that it is. Honestly, like it's such a cool shade of green. I mean, I'm I'm biased to green, but still, <laughs> I think it's such a cool shade. And then, um. What did you guys think of him being able to summon lightning like Raiden? <laughs> I, I think it was like a good trick because it was like every time he came, it was the only time they showed him. <laughs> they could not find Rego at some point in this movie. And I was like, how? <laughs> he literally has lightning striking him every second. Every second. <laughs> yeah. When he's when he's coming at the ships and it shows like the flying V formation of the ships, there's just lightning shooting down like across the water the whole time. I'm like, dude, he's right there. Like, like how do you lose this? Or it's like, insane to me. There was the one the one part where they're trying to find him. They're like, oh, we got to triangulate where he is with the lights and all this. And then like there's the two dudes with the binoculars on the deck, right? And he's like, no, oh, I see it. It. And then I swear to God, they cut to a scene where there's no lightning, there's no nothing. It's just like flat water. And I was like, "Am I am I stupid? Like, what is happening? I don't see anything." And then it was almost like they cut it out of order to where when Reiko is actually on screen, because <laughs> then he starts like freaking out. But there's nothing there. I was like, "Am I missing something? What is happening?" <laughs> the two dudes with the binoculars probably my favorite like comedic characters of the movie mm -hmm. because when they first shoot the baby they're like oh it's a submarine shoot it and then they're like hey the water changed colors so they're like yeah it was probably like a whale or something yeah, hey, but we killed that whale right <laughs> yeah we did and they like high five they're like anyway yeah. yep. they're like we shot the hell out of that whale <laughs> japan maybe let's go like they were like so hyped about killing a whale that was awesome they didn't even care. <laughs> didn't no. even care Oh my goodness. They're like, hey, we got it wrong. Not a submarine, but we still dope, right? Let's go. I, I like the other dude with the eye patch where he had sound effects every time you move. Every time you made quick movements. I was like, why does he have sound effects? We just talked about it for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was so jarring when they went to the battleship, like I was saying. And there's just like every character there had a different noise. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm never going to watch it again. But it was <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Hawk? What is it, every Saturday from now on? You watching Rego? Oh, gh Right before I go to bed. Right before I... Can you have this movie playing when your daughter again. is born, please? <laughs> <laughs> she just comes out. She's like, what sweet hell did I get birthed into right now? Put me back in. <laughs> Trying to swim back up. It. Come on. She just starts having seizures from Rego's lightning happening. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I I heard daddy daughter costume. That's all I'm saying. Rego and some bonefish action. <laughs> Rego and baby Rego with just a shot through the oh, shot through the baby's stomach. It's like <laughs> baby's first Halloween. Nobody oh. has any idea what it is. But Rego's just like a Godzilla head on top of yeah on top of like a plesiosaurus puppet, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Cool. With like just one spine, just one spine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. When when they when they showed it, I was like, "This is this is like actually Godzilla." Like somebody really just took one of those. Like somebody was fishing through uh, the Toho garbage yeah. after a movie shoot one year, and was like, "Oh shit!" That and I'll take that. And this a Godzilla great. head. Yeah. Like this would be dope. And it just took it, and we're like. That's what we're using. Like that one Ultraman monster that's just Godzilla with like a frail fin thing Gomez. going on. Yeah, there you go. Oh my goodness. Gomez is actually.
actually a Godzilla suit. Literally a Godzilla suit. <laughs> yeah, I was telling, we watched Ultra Q for the podcast a few okay. weeks ago, and I was telling the story that like um, when Subarai started Subarai Productions, mm-hmm. uh, Toho was literally just like, hey, yeah, we have all these suits that we're not using anymore. You can have them. Nice. And that's where a lot of the original Ultra Q monsters came from. Okay. Of them just stapling other shit to old <laughs> Toho suits. And we're like, this will work. Put it in. Show it. New monster. There we go. Don't even paint it. Smoking. It's just, just in a yeah. Smoking. Just give me that. What's that? I'm okay. <laughs> and I will say for Ultra Q, they never expected that show to be like shown again in 4K when people can pause it. Because um, we watched the first episode for the for the podcast, mm-hmm. and there's so much where they're just like, "Hey, quick cut. Nobody's gonna see these strings. Nobody's gonna see this this flat falling off the suit. We're fine. <laughs> it's bad." that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> that's like i love that stuff when you see it even in like modern day stuff because i remember the first time when you watch the uh the q rex like first come out there's just like a chunk of it hanging out and you see like the white t-shirt underneath of the suit actor <laughs> oh i love it i live for it that's the that's the only reason i still watch kaiju movies like i wanted to, them to just like cg in a string on Ghidorah in like king of the monsters or something just for the sake of being like an ode to the old movies i think that would have been amazing just one shot here it is yeah Everything else looks phenomenal, and it still looks exactly the same. They just CG in, like, one string. <laughs> make the most ironically on-purpose campy movie ever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's what Rago is. Like, they were trying so hard to be campy or, like, super serious, and it just turned out to be that way. And then they were just like, well, let's roll with it. <laughs> I, they, I honestly feel like... I think they were trying to be that. super serious. <laughs> really? I'm going, yeah. oh man, I have to think about it the other way because if not, that's so sad, man. <laughs> I feel like me and Rob, when he gave me talking about it, me and Rob watched a completely different movie. <laughs> I was like, like there's so much comedy in this movie. I was like, no, they were serious. Like, dude, like, I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, there's no way they're serious about this because if they are, no, please, no. <laughs> oh my I think, goodness. I think adopting this new mentality has really affected my cynicism because I'm like, I'm like no, it's fine, man. Yeah, giant it's fine. monster with bad CG, right? That's fine. It's cool. Everybody loves it. <laughs> oh, man. If like, it... I don't know if you guys talked about it, so correct me, but what i don't know if i understood who the giant um spirit thing was was that supposed to be the ship yamato giant spirit the the, the kabuki, kabuki warrior warrior at the end yeah uh i think so yeah, yeah. i think it was the supposed way, to be like the way i saw it was that the kabuki warrior was death because everyone that was dying had like it painted paint. in yeah. blood on their face like the same exact as him so when i watched it, i was like oh this is like death. I could have done without the Kabuki Warrior because I I really like that scene <laughs> yeah. as itself. Yeah. Um. Like I was telling Carl, like the fact that Rego comes back and gets his revenge, super sick. I yeah. I dig that part. Yeah. Um. And the fact that it's rooted in real life history mm-hmm. of like this was a real ship. This was how the ship really went down and everything. Super yeah. cool. Um. I just think the the Kabuki Warrior was a little bit over for me. Like a little too over the top for me. Like you could have went done without that, and I would have kind of loved the ending to this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I, my two notes here at the end were: if not for the ridiculousness of this movie, holy shit, it would be dark. And <laughs> I now will refuse to go out without Kabuki war paint on my face. That's true. That's true. 
I did like in the sense of um, the the history aspect to it, where they had the the pilot mention like the dark shadow that overcast on battleship Yamato before it sank, and then yeah. he just like backtracks on that real hard, and that's kind of like the version that history like kept. I thought that was a cool little yeah. sentence where he was like, "Oh no, uh, I must have been like temporarily insane or something." I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Rago was the one. Yeah, like bringing the ship down. And I thought that was super dope. Yeah, yeah was it was cool. <laughs> Does it make you guys it. excited for the sequel? Oh my god, yeah. I can't wait. Like, did you know that uh I don't know if you mentioned it, but in when this got released with the Blu-ray, they also released legit VHS copies. <laughs> wow. VHS copies of this movie. Didn't the Blu-ray just come out like two years ago? <laughs> yeah, back in twenty nineteen yeah. they released back in twenty nineteen they released VHS copies of this movie i mean they still release like bootleg super nintendo cartridges so i'm really not surprised <laughs> when someone tells me something like if fast nine comes out on laser disc then i'll be impressed <laughs> oh man the vita version of fast nine that was great man. the vita version <laughs> hey psp not the vita but the one before it mm -hmm. had dope uh dvds on them or like they were called umds the umds yeah yeah. Yep. That was ahead of its time. I had Kingdom of Heaven on my PSP. <laughs> in I UMD had four form. brothers. Nice. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and I think it was the only movie I had on UMD. And I remember watching it all the time. And I was just like, this movie is sick as hell. I think I was like 14 years old at the time, too. And they're just like cussing the whole time. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> had I been children, then it like never left it. <laughs> Does this movie inspire you guys to make your own kaiju movie? Everything inspires me to make my own kaiju movie. <laughs> <laughs> Parking in a parking lot. <laughs> no, but I mean, if 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 honestly speaking, like, dude, dude went ahead. I mean, it's it is what it is. You you obviously know you're not getting Godzilla. You're getting Godzuki. So even if Manila, Godzuki, <laughs> this self-aware, yeah, I would make a self-aware one. I'm no, I'm not with this kind of budget. No way am I trying. <laughs> this movie deters me from wanting to make anything. I'm I'm a shutting down the, the Twitch channel. <laughs> yeah, like we're done, guys. And I'm I'm the type of person like if I can't do it right, I I, I won't do it, which mm. is like not always the best mindset to take. But I'm 100 percent the person that will just drop a project in the middle because it's not coming out how I pictured it. Yeah, or like how somebody else did it, or yeah. like me and uh, my co-host Jim talk about it all the time. Like if we're not doing it the best that it's being done then it's like a big bummer to us if yeah. that makes sense yeah. um and this movie is like oh if i made it this is what it looked like in fact it would probably look worse than that if i tried to make it <laughs> so like why even try yep it's going straight to garbage <laughs> yep just the fact that this got a theatrical release yep. three times yep, like bro. all three of these movies were released in theaters yep. i was like yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I must not understand the state of Japan's cinema because it's all about this who is you two, know. <laughs> this is a movie that came out in 2009. Yeah, eight, nine, something like that. Yeah, this one, yeah, this one was a year later. We got Kamen Rider Double, which yeah. is like better than anything, any the CG and everything better. And that's television, like, yep, Japan was not hurting for stories or cinema or like graphics at the time that this movie came out when you when when i read that the director was also a comedian i already knew where to put my expectation yeah 
okay. And that's kind of what we were talking about um, with the the way that the story is kind of presented very dryly is kind of like I feel like that's sort of from his Rakugo background, the director. Um, yeah. Which are you familiar with the, what that is, Rob? No. Um, so I'll, just for anyone who may have tuned in late, or for you, um, basically it's someone sitting like you know like Japanese do at the dinner table wherever you know on their legs on their knees um and then essentially telling a comedic story and acting it out like from that position so that's that's what it is and apparently he's pretty renowned for it um so it kind of i can see where this style of storytelling came from i got you in my opinion it's it's very it's very traditional for okay so i see where where this would appeal more and why it got a release there if if it's very traditional for them doesn't explain the terrible cg but you know no, <laughs> it explains the storytelling don't, don't get me wrong guys no it's a horrible 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 experience i'm just glad i wasn't really there for it you know <laughs> i'm sorry that you guys watched it with sincerity I, really apologize I told you i would apologize for nothing for this once more i still don't <laughs> i feel like halfway through filming ultraman was like hey you got to get me off this movie to like his manager <laughs> <laughs> tell him like, I have to go on tour or something. Literally yeah, tell them anything. Tell him I got another movie. This this one shot kind of long. We didn't expect the scheduling. Because like, I don't expect him to like walk off set. Like he's very, you know, Jap- Jap- Japan oh. is very like respectful, like finish the job type of mm-hmm. culture. Um, so he had to have like told his, hold his manager like, hey, just get me off this any way possible. So they're like, all right, you're going to cry at a table and hold up your spoon. And attack a mango. <laughs> and attack a mango. And we're just gonna like play that you you got fired or you're getting re uh, repositioned or whatever <laughs> on this letter, and it'll all be good. And then all of a sudden, they brought in this new guy. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Oh my goodness. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on this? Because I feel like we're just gonna talk in circles about how terrible this movie is. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next one. I think. Uh... Again, if you if uh, I think the difference of approach is going to dictate how you appreciate this movie, because the example is Hawkeyes and myself. <laughs> I think I think you need to go into this movie fully expecting the ridiculous, ridiculous garbage that it is, and just embrace it, and that's it. <laughs> um, right after Rob logged off for a little bit, I called this movie Rigo King of Dog Shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I fully stand by that an hour later after this discussion. I was expecting to be like to flip flop, to battle, go against Carl defending this movie till the end. I'm glad he's not. No, uh, not at all. Not even slightly. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> um, not at all. This is, this is like why we started the Tokusatsu World Tour in the first place, uh, our pod, Mine and Gems podcast, just to see the ridiculous little crevices of Tokusatsu. Mm-hmm. So as much as I hated this movie, I can't appreciate what it is yeah. and who it's for yeah. and all that stuff. Um, some of the things about it legitimately surprised me. Like I said, we've got theatrical release. They have the original Ultraman in it for as long as they do because he's in like half the movie. Um, it's just one more piece of this big dumb wonderful genre of tokusatsu that we love and those are that's the best thing i can say about it absolutely i honestly that sums it up perfectly um it is a big dumb genre that i 
love so much <laughs> and honestly yeah, like, I'm, I do, I'm, I'm not gonna pretend that tokusatsu has like these wonderful film roots like these beautiful cinematic <laughs> film like they threw a dude in the rubber in a rubber suit and they're like hey bro you're the nuclear bomb pretend to be the nuclear <laughs> bomb <laughs> and just yeah go and we'll add some fire later like tokusatsu is inherently dumb and i think we can all can understand that revice is a freaking demon and everything and that's cool but at the end of the day he's pretty dumb like we show anyone on the outside of this stuff and it's like hey that's japanese power rangers because it's dumb and it's great and it's wonderful and it can be nuanced and everything but at the end of the day it is what it is and i think every it's it's a lot better when everyone making it understands what it is mm-hmm. um which I think the the people of this film probably understood that like, hey, do just just go out there and, just go. and do your best with this puppet. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? I respect the hell out of that because this dude got to make like what seemed like probably his like fan dream kaiju movie. So like, you can't hate three that. Times. Three times. He did it three times. Three times with like legit people from the industry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it's I would say. If you want to see an indie toku, it's go watch this one at least once. If you just want to see like an indie kaiju movie, go go watch it. I I didn't recommend it, but go watch. <laughs> Don't say I sent you there, but it is available on, on YouTube and Amazon. So on the other side of that, because you said uh, that he did it with people in Tokusatsu, like prominent people. Yeah. This also didn't like kill any careers. Like people went yeah. on from this to do other Tokusatsu. Yeah. Good Tokusatsu, like which is insane to me because, like, you know, in America, this is like B movie where you go to be, you know, Tremors Eight where you go to die or Sharknado yeah. Five. Like, but this not launched careers, but this had some careers take off from it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also kind of like. In that aspect too, like you know, when you see like you know, I don't know, Chris Evans to step away to do some little indie movie that really means nothing in the grand scheme of things, but like it's cool that like I feel like it maybe had a bunch of Toku actors and suit actors and stuff like that maybe step back and be like, I want to work on something a little smaller, you know what I mean, like that kind of thing. So yeah, very cool aspect. Especially after the early Gamera films, they're like, let's let's do something that doesn't set this the the <laughs> set on fire, set the studio on fire. <laughs> well, we have a bunch of rats, so <laughs> <laughs> no more rats, no more rats. <laughs> oh my goodness! I wonder if they've made a rat Toku since then. I'd be curious. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> they're just like, hey, on the ban list at yeah. to- Toei Studios. No rats. Sorry. <laughs> rats number one with a big X on it. <laughs> yep. We're never using rats. There are no stunt rats. Rats are banned. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so that's that's where I go God of the Sea, folks. <laughs> that's it, guys. I'm that's sorry. it. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Hawk, I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Like always, it's always fun to talk, hang out, do our thing. No problem. Sorry I shit all over your movie. Oh, I don't care. I woke up this morning and looked at my wife and I was like, what if they enjoyed this? Like, how do I tell, how do I talk about this movie for an hour and just not shit on it? Honestly, no. that's kind of what I was like. Oh man, I feel like we're all going to be super negative about this. How do I like <laughs> not make this a fuck this fest for like, three hours? <laughs> that's why I got banished. Cause I'm like, I'm like the only one who was like, it's great. Kind of. <laughs> Rago's lightning up, struck his house. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my goodness. Do you want to show your stuff one more time, Hawk, before we get out of here? Shameless plug time, bro. <clears throat> okay, let me get this right this time. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm Hawk Achilles. How's it going? Nice to meet you. You can find me most weeknights at twitch.tv slash Achilles. Tuesday nights are Toku Tuesday night where we do the Tokusatsu World Tour, which is exactly like this. We watch some old, some random, some piece of tokusatsu media as long as it's available free and legally and then review it um and try not to shit all over it for an hour sometimes <laughs> we do it just happens it is the nature of the game of the genre that we are a part of um but then we watch the newest episodes of common rider and super sentai every tuesday night at 7 p.m pacific time and then thursdays i do some uh, random toku stuff with some of my friends whenever i want to do mostly <laughs> and then i also have a youtube youtube.com slash hockey where i do random toku stuff as well whenever i want to do mostly sometimes it's digimon stuff but that stuff doesn't go as well wow that was inspiring i love you <laughs> hawk god of plugs <laughs> i am six echo i have all the stuff going on here with carl well we have all the tokudon check us out here <laughs> check us out here quick and easy <laughs> quick and easy if you guys are watching in the future times you can find me at, at twitch.tv slash kaiju carl um if you're watching in the now times thanks for hanging out appreciate you you know where to find us but you can also find tokadon on all major podcasting things stick around if you're on the twitch channel we're gonna play some Yu-Gi-Oh in a little bit oh yeah yeah it's baby dragon <laughs> bro do not come at me oh my goodness <laughs> dark magician okay you want to have this discussion, Rob? Let's do it. Dark no, no, Magician. Actually, I'm totally, you know who trash. I am? I'm, I'm Team Kaiba, bro. Don't even, I was just kidding. Okay, I was like, Dark Magician is a paper champion. Everyone always thought, like, Yugi, Yugi's like, Dark Magician is my number one. You know who you got Yugi out of everything? Summon Skull. And the dude always gets sacrificed for something. Yep. Summon Skull was the G, man. Summon yep. Skull with the Black Skull Dragon combo? Come on. Mm -hmm. mm. The, the dopest. The Dark Arch and, and and then he always sacrificed him and Karibo. And he's like, Dark Magician. It's like, dude, these dudes carried this team. <laughs> I, I Like, when I played the, the preset decks, I bought, like, the Kaiba deck knowing that I was just... Obviously, it's just the blue eyes. That's the whole point, right? Yeah. My boy, who was playing Magic at that time, he was like, what is this Yu-Gi-Oh shit? I'm like... I'm like, well, you know, it's like magic. He's like, no, the fuck, it's not. <laughs> He's like, all right, what is this? So I give him my preset, right? He's like, what the fuck? He's like, do you actually play with this? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right. He takes it for the weekend, bro. He comes back and he schools me on how to play <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh at the magic competitive level. And I'm like, cool. I'm never doing that. Why did you? Why did you do this to me? <laughs> now I can't play this game and enjoy. Thanks for it. making Yu-Gi-Oh not fun. <laughs> yeah, legit. So now I'm like, all right. So now I'll just look at these. They're pretty cool. <laughs> like, fuck the game, man. I can't even tolerate it. Cause he taught me the uh, the pot of greed thing, whatever the fuck that was. It's yeah, the draw strategy. Going. Yeah. Oh my god, bro! As soon as he showed me that, he's like, "Yeah, it's like the dark ritual thing in Magic. Like, all you could you could just keep psych." I'm like, "Nope, nope, not playing. Nope." Because if that's the stuff I'm getting into, nope. <laughs> you should have you should have been like, "Hey, can I see your your Anjani from from your Magic deck?" And he's like, "Yeah." And you're like, "This is what Kaiba would do." <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, fuck a Johnny. <laughs>
Your gold is gold pieces of shit. Well, if it makes if it makes Yugi look any better, my my deck literally just sacrifices tiny baby dinosaurs to draw more cards and summon other monsters. Oh, <laughs> the worst. I jumped into Carl's stream and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, baby Soros? What are you doing? Get in the graveyard now. Go." <laughs> like. I, I can't man like I, he sh I played the the mobile game a little bit ago and I was like yeah this is not gonna go well <laughs> I picked up the 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 heroes the the summon heroes mm -hmm. mass heroes yep yeah those guys and I was like these are dope and then I saw the samurai dudes and I'm like well what the fuck this is even better like what mm -hmm. the, I, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not doing this I'm not <laughs> I'm not jumping into this rabbit hole again listen. This is why I haven't bought my Digimon deck yet. Because <laughs> I started I, buying Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm so into the Digimon card game. They got they got me hook, lag, and sinker. The second they release like an actual actual digital version game, I will play the hell out of it. Honestly, because that's I don't like I don't like just buying cards anymore, like booster packs and stuff. So like I like having a game where I can experiment a little bit, and that's why I like the Yu-Gi-Oh game. <laughs> is that from the box you opened last week? That the week is before? one of eight stacks that are on my desk right now <laughs> jesus there are five sets currently out and uh i think i've got almost every card besides like alternate arts i've got almost every card in every set now does does this mean like that covers all digimon are you saying like this is all digimon no there's a uh, lot of digimon still missing <laughs> there there's a lot of like tamers still missing at this point like they don't have the zero two tamers are like two sets away i think they come out in january the tamers from digimon tamers aren't out yet but all those digimon are out <laughs> just not the tamers oh. from tamers but each oh, set wow. keeps adding more and i feel like we're getting to the point of like power creep in Yu-Gi-Oh, where it's like all right let me read all my effects and then you're reading for like five minutes <laughs> yeah yeah Magically. but for now the game has got me got me pretty hooked and the card art is just beautiful on it it is very good yeah 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 because i don't i remember back in the day when i first saw it it was like the blue background cards like they had the the weird art and it looked almost like a pokemon card like the old school yeah, pokemon cards this is a completely different game yeah really yeah i mean i bet it plays differently but it's just they like, they relaunched the game in uh november of last year but like this is one of the i don't know too if close, it'll focus too close, but too close. There it goes. Oh, what? <laughs> Peacemaker wants to know when they can use Metabots in the Digimon TCG. <laughs> they have Metabots for the for the Vita bracelet right now. Do they really? Yeah, there's McGeezermon from Tamers. There you go. Nice. Yeah, it was part of an April Fools where they did uh they did Metabi and his like rival fusing together mm -hmm. to become like an Omnimon style Metabot. Nice. Nice. I love Metabots. If they released a Metabots card game, I'm all in. Oh, I'd be about that too, where you have to like equip the different pieces and stuff to it. It'd almost be like yeah. that uh, Munchkins game, but with Metabots, that'd be sick. <laughs> I'm all about, if they released a Metabots like video game, I'd be all in. I don't, have they even ever released one? Maybe since like yeah, PS1? Yeah, there's, there's been a couple, but they were like on DS and stuff. Oh, okay. What was Metabots? Was that basically what, Pokemon Robot? Uh, think like Zatch Bell, but robots and Mega Man. Like if Zatch Bell and Mega Man had a baby, it's Metabots. <laughs> yeah. And they had like, like coins that gave them like personalities and stuff. Yeah. Zatch Bell was dope. I did like that. That was not dope. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> that's that's what we're ending on. Zatch Bell was dope. Zatch Bell was dope. <laughs> Episode over. <laughs> no, my bad. I was like, I was like, I remember like, because I'm like having flashbacks of like watching Digimon and seeing like previews for this shit. And I never really watched this while this was on, but I remember seeing that, you know, like, 
It was always on mm. the previews for coming up on JetX or whatever the hell else was up. I'm like, Latch Bell. I am only here for Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your other stuff, God. <laughs> Except for Toonami. Toonami, yo. Oh, man. Toonami, I would run home, I would sit, and nobody would find me until Toonami was done. Nope. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Z was the worst thing on Toonami. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. You're not wrong. <laughs> He's out of line. He's not wrong. Yu Yu Show deserves far more love. It does. We just got it. My boy Ken, who does uh, fighting games with us every once in a while, we just got him watching uh, Yu Yu Show. He's like, oh my God, this is so cool. I was like, I've been telling you to watch this for like three years. <laughs> Yu Yu Show rules. Yeah. I got amazing. my wife to watch it uh, two years ago. She watched it like, all the way through. And now we have like. Now we have like pins of Yu Yu Hakusho and stuff. Okay. Nice. And like just when they had the Funko Pops release last mm-hmm. year, we had to get the whole set. Of course. We got like Yu Yu Hakusho statues now. Hie is her is her boo. Uh, because That's she fair. Like sad emo boys. She she can fight me for Hie. That's fine. We'll fight. <laughs> I'm a Karama dude all the way. When I was little, nice. and he like pulled out the rose whip, mm-hmm. and it's probably because of like my slight bisexualness. When he pulled out the rose whip, I was like. This is so sick. I That's love this man. I mean, he's the most ruthless, most ruthless out of all of them, honestly. Like, he yeah. does some yeah. messed up stuff. <laughs> like, he ain't he's just so like... soft-spoken that everybody just Yeah, he's just pass. like, oh, yes, it's quite beautiful. And then he's like, I'm also going to torture you for the next 20 years. So, get ready. That you're going to enjoy it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Dragon in the Darkness Flame. Fox. That was the line. That was it. I was like, nope, done. Favorite. <laughs> oh. Have you guys seen Hunter Hunter? Hunter x Hunter? Of course. Course. I've seen the first six episodes. Of okay, because that's by the same creator, so it's yeah. you can literally see like as you get through it, you see like and where Yu Hakusho. Yeah, like you see where Yu Hakusho was like the blueprint for that show, and it just it, it's what you would think of with that. It's infinitely better when it comes to like character progression and stuff. It's very good. Yeah, highly recommend. My favorite character in Yu Yu Hakusho or in Hunter Hunter is not the main character of Hunter Hunter. That's kind of his point, actually. Um, his entire point is to say, be like... Like, Killua is way cooler. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the entire point of Gon is to be extremely middle of the road so that the other characters shine around him. That's the entire point. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So it's he does have a moment later. I don't know. Um, you wouldn't have seen anywhere near it because it's like the third arc. <laughs> um, it's like 100 episodes in kind of thing. But he has a very cool moment where Gon is like, beautiful. Oh, my God, so much good payoff. Like, he just it's been cooking so long. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I got to six episodes in and I was like, I feel like I know what this anime is. I don't know if I need to watch the whole thing. They actually don't even introduce the like anime MacGuffin until like episode, the se- second season on Netflix. So there's another rabbit hole you can go in, Huckley. Be careful. Yeah. God. <laughs> the, the it's a good one. It's a good one though. about Nen. Woof. Yeah. That's their <laughs> like, I, anime power. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't start getting into anime probably until like the the pandemic. When I was like, man, I need more stuff to watch. Let me start watching. Uh, I That's watched like Madoka Magica. You chose just like anime? <laughs> because I had just watched a ton of stuff already. And I was yeah. like, I never really gave anime a chance. A um, besides like Yu Yu Hakusho and Toonami stuff back in the day. But other than that, I was just like kind of fell off anime. Yeah. Um, and Tokusatsu was always so much more cooler and impressive to me. Because like you're doing that stuff in real life. Yeah. Um, but so I gave anime a chance. Started watching like Fate. Uh, 
Madoka Magica, that kind of stuff. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Fate is not a good start. <laughs> Fate is just a ridiculous rabbit hole. I watched yeah. uh, Zero and Stay Night, and I like, what's next? And looked it up, and I was like, nothing. Nothing stop. is next. You have to stop there. You have to. No, stop yeah, there. I did. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nothing is next. Never mind. Then you get the three um, different ending routes, and then you get the, all the different oh spinoffs that have just different names, and then you got to figure out which acronym goes with which one. <laughs> Dude, Fate, abysmal Infinity, abysmal second win third. That's second life <laughs> there is a part in fate zero where saber's wearing like a black tuxedo mm -hmm. and i was like dude that would be the sickest toy if i could find a statue of that that would be great yeah Isn't and then i went to there's a so there's an anime like slash tokusatsu shop down the street in la here and i went to it and they have a ton of fate stuff mm -hmm. fate grand order stuff so every statue they have of saber is like this ridiculous busty big titty like yeah bikini statue and i was like this literally never happens in the show like <laughs> what is this it's i'm just because... trying to find a normal fucking toy <laughs> it's because fate started as a hentai that's why <laughs> did it really yeah it was originally a hentai like visual novel oh so and then they made like not hentai things out of it <laughs> oh, wait wait seriously yeah that really yep <laughs> yep so shit. yeah and then they so podcast over we're gonna go to google real quick and <laughs> we're just gonna put up the standing by screen <laughs> um i forgot what i was saying i was getting an anime and gave it a chance and then watched fate watched that uh tried hunter hunter tried mm -hmm. uh it's the other big one uh full metal alchemist okay yeah and it was good just kind of like stopped watching at some yeah. point and it was like oh i think i'm good here I but, would uh, highly recommend some of the more like Toku styled ones, like um, Samurai Flamenco. I think it's called something like that. Someone help me out here. Oh, it's yeah, Samurai yeah. Flamenco, um, and the, it's very Sentai themed. Um, and then there's also obviously the Gridman animes, Gridman and Dinazenon. Um, so good. Those are fantastic. Gridman, one of my favorite animes, if not for that middle beach episode. I'm like, this is weird. Why are we doing this? <laughs> When you asked me the other day what I was watching, I don't know why I spaced on it because I literally like hopped off and then turned on my Blu-rays for Gridman. Like I've been watching Gridman <laughs> since they released it, like No Creek. And I was like, oh yeah, no, duh, this. <laughs> Darling in the Franks, great first season. Second season does not exist to me. I didn't even know there was a second season because that show is weird and I feel very uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> I got like four or five episodes in and I was like, this is weird. And I get it, but it's weird. <laughs> yep. Promise Neverland, first season, amazing. Second season does not exist to me. Nope. It's, it's, it's not a thing. Nope. Um, but the one thing that I got back, or that I saw when I got back into like anime, it was like, oh, people really like One Piece. I remember One Piece from 1998 Fox Kids. <laughs> Nine like, oh, yeah, episodes. They're like, yeah, it's still going on. I was like, wait, what the fuck do you mean it's still going on? And then I looked and it was like, yeah, 900 episodes. Like, that's insane. Like, that's impenetrable. Why would anyone ever try to start One Piece yeah. in 2020? Yep. Someone did the math, and it would be like, you would have to spend, I think it was like three weeks, 24 hours a day, watching One Piece to catch up right now. For three weeks straight. No sleep, no nothing. 24 hours of just One Piece. So, like, and someone did the math with, like, it. their job and everything, and they were like, oh, I have about 11 to 12 hours a week for anime on a normal week. And they were like, it would take me 16 years to watch all of One Piece <laughs> that is out right now. <laughs> and you know people do it. There are people yeah. that will come into my chat and be like, oh, yeah, I watched all of this season of Kamen Rider in three days. I was like, dude, that's fucking insane. The time like, warp <laughs> people? Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, how did you, how? <laughs> 
I, yeah, I'll never do that again. I marathoned the one show we had to cover in three days, 50 episodes. I did in three days. I'll never do that again. I don't know why. Why do people do that? It's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> you don't like, not register it's a anything. Bad way. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad way to ingest a show. Um, I... I think I did that with my first Common Rider where I watched it maybe in the span of like a week and a half uh, and it was Drive and I like love Drive. Drive was my favorite just because it's my first Common Rider. It's like being your first doctor. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And we just rewatched it with my wife because my wife had never seen it before. And I think we watched it over the span of like four or five weeks, like maybe one or two episodes every mm -hmm. other night or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, man, Drive is not good. <laughs> Drive is <laughs> It's still my favorite. Don't worry. But it like, just, it's not a season I would it's recommend. How, it's how to we anyone. felt at the time. Yeah. I exactly. It. Yeah. It's how we felt at the time. We're like, wow. Okay. All right. Like I really needed that at the time I saw it. So it became my freaking, yeah. my bread and butter. Like Drive is amazing. Shinosuke, mm -hmm. the man. Um, and then watching it over, I was like, yeah, this is not as good as I remember it being. And this is a really slow season. Nothing happens in Drive until the 24th episode. <laughs> Absolutely nothing happens. That's how I felt very strongly about Fies, and that's how I still feel about Fies. When I watched Fies the first time, it took me a while to get through, but I was like, oh, this is amazing. And I was like, I will never recommend this show to anyone. Jem <laughs> is watching Fies right now. Oh, my You should goodness. ask him about it. Yeah. I don't know if you saw his tweet the other day. Where he's like, hey, we're like 24 episodes in, and it's like really boring. When does it get good? Yeah, it is a very, very slow burn. Extremely like, hear, slow. Yeah, he was like, I hear people talking about Fies all the time. Um, When does that come in? Why are you talking about this show? <laughs> oh, my. I feel like people say that about Blade all the time, but Blade's the best, and no one no one will argue me. That's, that's, that's why I put the, uh, the Kachidoki pin on here for you. Yeah, I know. I just I've been ignoring it the whole time. I've been trying not to. <laughs> I just started I just started Kabuto for the first time. Nice. And uh different show than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh but Tendo's a supermodel. Someone was just like hire the most mysteriously good looking man you've ever seen and make him a common writer. <laughs> and the best part is he's like a real cook doing all that stuff in the show. It's so yeah. good. Oh really? Like he has his own YouTube channel just cooking now. And he has like Sick. Kagami on there and stuff too. It's great. <laughs> so he's good just as awesome throughout the entire yeah movie. he has the same energy the whole time he's like yeah, oh, yeah. i'm tendo what's up awesome. <laughs> i i was bummed because i was putting out a tweet of like uh because i told jim that night i was like yeah i just started kabuto he's like oh yeah uh he said kagami's cool or tendo's cool how do you like the main character <laughs> and, and i watched like half of the episode and i was like hey so i get that kagami is i thought kagami was like the main writer mm -hmm. i was like uh, he's very unconventional looking for a main writer of this time. Yeah. Because all the writers at the time, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like they were trying to get like the moms to sit down and watch Common Rider with their kids. <laughs> um, and so when Tendo walks in, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Like, he's the main writer. Yep. But I, I was like going to tweet that and I was looking up how to spell Kagami's name and I Google it and it just says Common Rider Gatak. And I was like, oh, well, great. Thanks for giving me that. Like right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep. Like in big, it's like when you Google someone for IMDb, like in big yeah. letters, it's like yeah. the main Kamen Rider attack. And I was like, cool. All right. Now I know he's a writer. Sick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Are you liking Kabuto though so far? Yeah. I think I'm like eight episodes in. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of like, like every, every writer of that time is the two episode format. Yeah. So I can't go, if I don't have enough time to watch just one episode, I won't. Yeah. Cause you got to watch two of them at a time. Um, but I dig it. There are some weird parts that I'm like, this is kind of like, why would you have 
the Kabutu Zector fly at him every single time he summons it and then just go to Tendo instead. Yep. Like, that's so shitty and someone has to be controlling it. <laughs> like, it's probably Tendo be like, hey, watch this. Yeah, probably. And then he summons it, <laughs> it flies towards Kagami and then goes the other way. Um, but I dig it. I can't, see, I can't wait to see, like, Kagami is the most interesting character of that season. He's the main character of that season, period. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the grand scheme of things. Yes. You're, you're, gonna, you're gonna love him. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. There's a reason why Gatak is one of my favorite riders of all time. So, I mean, that and the suit scope. So, I think I just got to the, the B part. Like, the B just showed up, but didn't actually, like, show up into the story yet. He, like, just walked on at the end scene. Gotcha. Um, oh, the B. And the reason I started watching Kabuto is, like, that suit is so sick. Yeah. All of them are so suit. clean. Yeah. I love the suit. I love the rider kick for Kabuto. Like, it's mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. that quick snap. I love that. Yeah. yeah. There's a really cool, I think it's actually the next episode you're going to be on. Um, there's a fantastic shot that always like stuck out in my brain, like through all of Common Rider, where they're squaring up and the sun is just ginormous behind them. And it's such a cool <laughs> shot. Like when you get through it, you got to let me know. Like it's such a good shot and it's always one that's stuck in my brain ever since I started like Common Rider. It's so good. Kabuto, there's a lot of stuff that like doesn't make sense that Tendo says. Like, mysterious for the sake of being mysterious and just the fact that they made it the tagline of the show like he who walks the path of heaven will rule the world and i'm just like i don't know if this has anything to do with this show right now like <laughs> wait until you meet sarugi the other one. Oh god <laughs> just wait he has the same kind of energy and they have big dick measuring contests <laughs> that, I, I do love uh uh the the zek troopers is that what they're called yes the the jobbers very, yeah yeah very black rx helmet i love it yeah i love their big dumb orb that shoots like itty bitty bullets <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and has like a little dagger that flips out it's like what is that gonna do just hit him with the orb they have to, <laughs> they have to like crank it yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> and, oh and, goodness uh, you know cast off is gonna be repeating in your head for the next year Dude, I didn't know that Kabuto had like a base form that wasn't yeah. like the normal one we see. Yep. So when I saw it, I was like, what the hell is this? Like I watched this. <laughs> I started watching this because I liked the suit. <laughs> and I was like, this big bulky thing looks terrible. Just and then, foaming. <laughs> yeah. And then when I saw when he's like cast off and does it, I hate that it like lasts so little. I hate, I hate yeah. that they don't use it as much. I get why, because when you use it, like you're super speed, you're freaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wish you I wish he was that suit all the time. But the fact that every time he does it, the 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 horn like Comes slowly up. rises yeah. up. I love that. It does get to a point in the show where they just don't even bother with that armored form. Like they're just okay, in the cool. in the sleek forms all the time. Like they just hench it and they're in it. <laughs> it's about That's the time Yeah, like around the time Gatak becomes like a thing, it's pretty much just straight to the sleek form. Like the armor just explodes off immediately and they go into it. Yeah. Okay, so. cool. I yeah, I'm digging the aesthetics of the show. I'm digging the uh uh tendo left that girl at the at the like thing and she started like having a panic attack which i thought was really cool it's not something you always see in common rider usually the heroes like very do-goody and Mm -hmm. very like always the freaking always there for everybody and like i you know i dig a little bit of nuance oh tendo tendo does what tendo does and apologizes to no one yep (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna see like and all the characters are just gonna have to cope (laughs) <laughs> they exist it's in Tendo's his world. world they're just living in it yeah <laughs> exactly. You're gonna the minute he like doesn't sidestep the dude sl- trying to slash his neck that's when i was like oh he's the main rider i get it now okay <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh man hawk thank you so much for hanging out dude as always no problem <laughs> thanks for having me yeah stick around guys we're playing Yu-Gi-Oh.